0: Christmas time is here again, and so with it comes the annual tradition of binge watching as many Christmas movies as you can. Each year, Americans spend time watching holiday movies, many of which have become classics. In fact, Americans have such adoration for holiday films that they start watching them months in advance. A recent survey found that 2 in 5 people start watching Christmas movies in October, while close to one-third first watched a Christmas movie in September. About 20% began watching in August, according to the survey. But Americans don't watch every holiday movie. In fact, according to the survey, about 21% of Americans have lied about seeing some Christmas movies. The top movies that they lie about seeing include It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street and A Christmas Carol. So, to help make sure you're not bearing false witness about the Christmas movies you watched, we've put together a tier list of the best Christmas movies out there. Scroll down below to see what Christmas movies made our list. Tier 1, The Best Gifts Under the Tree. These are the most iconic Christmas movies that you need to watch each year. The Santa Claus A Christmas Story Home Alone Christmas Vacation It's a Wonderful Life Miracle on 34th Street There's no question that The Santa Claus belongs at the top of any holiday classic list in 2021. The film's mix of childlike wonder and adult humor make an instant favorite for anyone. But you can't forget about the classics, which is why A Christmas Story and It's a Wonderful Life deserve their shout-outs, too. Christmas Vacation has taken on something of a cult following in recent years, raising its spot on the list to the top tier. And you can never forget about Home Alone and the wonderful comedy that it is. Don't nod off watching Miracle on 34th Street. It's an all-time classic you need to watch every year. Tier 2, Gift Cards These movies are slightly better than the rest, but they're not good enough to make it under the tree. Elf Fred Claus Christmas with the Cranks Home Alone 2, Lost in New York How the Grinch Stole Christmas Just short of all-time classics, these films are truly must-watch movies during the Christmas season. Elf is knocking on the door of the top tier, and it would almost qualify if it wasn't such new film. I would be surprised if it doesn't make the top tier in years to come. Fred Claus stars Vince Vaughn as Santa's disgruntled brother, which is a new take on a Christmas classic packed with laughs similar to Elf, which is why it's just below it in the rankings. Christmas with the Cranks is right there as well, a newer but slower Christmas comedy. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York isn't as good as the original, which is why it's not in the top tier. How the Grinch Stole Christmas is also a newer film that needs a little more time before it can be an all-time classic. Tier 3, stocking Stuffers. These movies are holiday classics that don't meet the all-time level of epicness. Four Christmases. Bad Santa. Jingle All The Way. Don't Get Me Wrong these movies are good in their own right. But you don't have to watch them every year. Four Christmases gives Vince Vaughn another Christmas comedy, but it lacks a little bit of cheer compared to Fred Claus. Meanwhile, Bad Santa is an R-rated take on Christmas that's funny but skippable. And Jingle All the Way, despite its charm, is a forgettable Christmas film that probably won't be a hit with younger generations. Tier 4, Cole these are just bad, yet notable, Christmas movies you should skip. Home Alone 3 Christmas Vacation 2 Grampus, The Night Before You'll notice that the top two films are sequels. They're not only sequels, they're bad sequels. So don't watch them. Meanwhile, Grampus is a poor attempt at a horror Christmas movie. And The Night Before, starring Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie, Tries its best to become a modern holiday story, but fails in that it's just not that funny. Avoid these movies, seriously. What do the people say? Look, I am just one man. And I'm sure some of you will hate this list. So let's look at some popular movies, according to Americans. A recent survey from YouGov polled Americans about which Christmas movie they liked most. Here's how that list turned out. Home Alone. It's a Wonderful Life. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. A Christmas Story. Elf. Miracle on 34th Street. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 1966 Animated Film. Die Hard. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. White Christmas. Home Alone Scene Gets Meme Treatment to Show How Vaccines Work. Dr. Chris Pernell shares a tweet from Johns Hopkins School of Public Health that uses a classic Christmas movie to emphasize how vaccines help fight COVID-19. Shixian Wang, a pharmacist with Red Rock Pharmacy, fills a syringe with the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine at the Ridge Foothill Senior Living Facility in Salt Lake City on Tuesday, December 29, 2020. Kristen Murphy, Deseret News. The Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health has released a new video that shows a simple way to tackle the Omicron variant. The video uses a scene from home alone to show the strength of vaccines and boosters. It begins with Kevin McAllister's paint can, labelled vaccine, hitting and knocking down Marv, who was identified as the Delta variant. Harry, who is marked as Omicron, evades the can, like the Omicron variant evades vaccines. However, Kevin's second can, labeled booster, comes down and smacks Harry right in the face, knocking down the Omicron variant. That said, some early research suggests that the Omicron variant is resistant to the COVID-19 vaccine, antibody treatments and COVID-19 booster shots, as I wrote for the Deseret News. That means that fully vaccinated people should still consider the Omicron variant when engaging with the public. There is now consistent evidence that Omicron is spreading significantly faster than the Delta variant, WHO Director-General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said Monday, per Reuters. And it is more likely people vaccinated or recovered from COVID-19 could be infected or reinfected, Tedros said. Experts recommend unvaccinated people receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Those who are fully vaccinated should consider the COVID-19 booster shot to stay protected, too. Next up in entertainment. Studio sees Jason Gray on his first film and acting alongside Napoleon Dynamite. Lord of the Rings is 20 years old. Here's what some of the actors are saying about the iconic trilogy. Here's our list of the best Christmas movies. Did your favorite make the list? Ryan Reynolds gets confused for Ben Affleck at local pizza place. Why the My Team community is giving NBA 2K the cold shoulder over season three. Steve Martin is invited on Jeopardy. Nice.
1: Um, Atari Flashback Two. Uh, I couldn't help myself. I found it for nineteen dollars. Nice. Um, the, yeah, those the, used to be like fifty bucks. Yeah, the Flashback Two. And actually, do you know that the Flashback 2 is one of the only revisions that allows you to add a cartridge port to play Atari 2600 cartridges?
2: No, that's
3: yes.
1: awesome. Isn't that you awesome? Know,
3: see, you know, that's, you know, I'm surprised about the Atari VCS.
1: Yeah, because why? Oh, God, here I we go again. Thought, I, I would have thought that the,
3: what they would have done is had a cartridge module that you could plug in via USB. Oh. Right? Wouldn't that be smart?
1: Yeah, that would be smart. I've never heard of that before.
3: Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. It's like, okay, well, you know, you developed this system to play Atari games. Okay, yeah, they're all, like, you know... <sighs> available, you know, online to download or whatever, but if people want to play the original cartridges, you should just make an external little box that people can plug in, you know?
1: Yeah. Can you hear this one?
3: Oh, yeah, I can hear it.
1: You know what this is?
3: Uh, A Pac-Man?
1: Mrs. Pac-Man.
3: Oh, Mrs. Pac-Man, nice.
1: On the handheld. Nice. Nice. See the excitement, see how it builds?
3: You know, it's it's so interesting how sounds like that can bring you
2: back, you right. know, to that time period, you know? Yeah. Like, it's so, like, ingrained
3: in me, you know, those sounds, those 8-bit sounds, it's, and you hear them and it just takes you back.
1: Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Um. Which video game do you like, Mister Man?
2: I like the. Man, I like. Uh huh. The older one.
1: Well, which video game do you like, Daddy's video games?
2: You need a older one from the store. Please.
1: From the store, but I got a lot of video games here.
2: I want Daddy's got hundreds
1: of thousands of games.
2: Oh, I got Yoda's.
1: Oh, Yoda too, baby Yoda. Yeah, too big. Yeah. yeah. And you know, um, the game downstairs, the uh, E.T. You know, the cartridge downstairs. Mm-hmm. You always open the cabinet and take that out. The Atari Twenty Six Hundred.
4: Can I go down there?
1: You want to go down there soon? Well, we're we're talking to. You. Yeah, so all those 8-bit sounds, right? They trigger all these memories. Do you remember we used to play Pac-Man on the twenty-six hundred? Yeah. That is a port from the arcade game.
3: Yeah, I was, you know, I was very disappointed when My, we, when our Daddy. family got our first Atari, and it came with
1: Pac-Man.
3: Daddy. And when we, you know, first turned it on. I was disappointed because I'm like, this isn't the same graphics as in the
1: arcade. Well, that's one of the criticisms of Atari Twenty Six Hundred, Batman. Yeah. 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 So you weren't that's very impressed. No.
2: I mean, we, we played it, you know, like, till 3 in the morning when right. we first got it. Just played Pac-Man that whole time,
1: you know? Yeah. Um... Uh, but yeah, I, I was
3: disappointed, because... I thought it was gonna look like the arcade version, you know?
1: Yeah, this is Pac-Man. This is the handheld. 200 points for a ghost. (coughs) Now I want to get the cherry. See, what's up with the um, fruit? Why do you got to get fruit? Do you know the answer to that? No, I have no idea. Yeah, so there's like Pac-Man in some kind of dystopian world, is how I was described to it by a friend who was funny. He's like, "It's it's a dystopian metaphor. Because the ghost is trapped in a maze. But who was in there? You're in there with the ghost. I don't know.
3: I mean, it is strange. None of it makes sense. Yeah. You know? but, but we never questioned it, you know? No.
1: It's just Pac-Man was
3: Pac-Man. Never questioned it. No.
1: What about Super Mario Brothers?
3: Oh yeah, such a such an iconic classic.
1: Can you hear it? Yeah, the sounds are so
3: they're so ingrained in our brains, you know?
1: Yeah. That's Edward Snowden said he loathed this game. Did you hear the story? No, how come? He loathed it because it was about stinky Italians going down um pipes. To eat mushrooms. Or no, yeah, that's what it was. Like Italians who go down into pipes to eat stinky mushrooms. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, jeez. Yeah.
3: Oh, it sounds like he's trying to be politically correct.
1: Yeah. He criticized the programmers of Super Mario Brothers because he said it's stereotyped Italians. And who are you?
2: Okay,
1: that's, that's what Teen Wolf said. When he turned into Teen Wolf, he goes, Jeez Louise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. No. Yeah. So what's
3: with that? <sighs> yeah.
1: yeah that's t- yeah it's Yeah, he said it was too limiting. It was a too limiting of a game because it's a scroller two-dimensional world. That's what that's what Edward Snowden said in his book. Yeah?
3: Well, well it was it's what we had back then you
1: know. Yeah I found the secret room with all the truck coins. See? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Edward Snowden said. Can you believe him? Oh, well, why don't you go program Super Mario Brothers, you idiot? Right,
3: right. You know? Why'd he even weigh in on that? Yeah. You know, was there some pressing question about, you know, Mario, Super Mario Brothers that he had to to weigh in on it?
1: I don't know. Yeah
3: very strange
1: very strange i think it's cryptic for something i think oh, it's baby. like code that's code right there that's double speak spycraft
3: you might be on to something yeah yep
1: that's him like signaling <laughs> <laughs> a
3: few bullshit yeah is that what it is yeah. You know, if you made a game about, uh, you know, uh, Chinese people, you know, should, you know, should they not be running a Chinese restaurant? Should they be, you know, maybe making pizza at a pizza parlor? Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make sense, you know?
1: Yeah. I found the secret room. So there's about 15 coins in here. Let's see. What were you saying about Atari VCS again?
3: Well, I was just saying that, you know, if, if people were complaining about how they didn't include the ability to play the actual cartridges. Yeah. They could simply just make a USB module, you know, that you could plug in and, you know, stick a cartridge in, you know?
2: Hmm.
1: Exactly, but they don't want to.
3: Yeah, so I, I, you know, after I did a little more research on it, I decided against getting it, okay. you know? I just think it, there isn't much use for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that it's a PC. It's just, it's not a very powerful PC. You know, if I, wanted a, if I wanted a gaming system, I'd just build one from scratch.
1: You decided against the VCS. You were so sold.
3: Yeah, I was. I was. And then, then I looked at a review, and I wanted to see what kind of modern games it could play. The APU that they have in there is so-so, you know. Yeah. It's not going to play the, you know, the AAA titles. Okay. You know? So I, I just thought, mm, I'll just get built. If I really want to.
1: Even at that price point? Mm-hmm. Even at that price point, you couldn't justify it?
3: Uh, because I wanted the wood grain. Yeah. You know, and the wood grain was, um, 400 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, I
1: mean, the black, the black one was, it was, that was a good deal, but I really wanted the wood grain. Yeah? Yeah. So, no-go, huh?
3: I guess for less than 300, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. But, uh.
2: I don't know.
1: What about, are you going to get an Xbox or what?
2: Oh,
1: no. I'm
3: I'm done with
1: consoles. Huh? I'm done with consoles. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, no more? (laughs) Who's buying consoles?
3: You know, like, we have a PS4. And, and we rarely game on it. Uh, you know, and, and they eventually stop supporting it. The controllers are expensive, you know.
2: Yeah.
3: I, yeah, I just... <laughs> No, I'd rather, I, I don't know, I'd rather be in control of my gaming rig, mm-hmm. you know, the PS5 right isn't is much different than the PS4, and, you know, apparently, uh, Sony is listening in on people's chats when they game with each other, and they'll, they'll you know, like, yeah, so if you use, if you use any kind of, like, um uh,
2: uh, racist comments or stuff like that—they'll—they'll they'll ban you. So they're
3: listening in on you. It's like, why do I want a device that spies
1: on me? All right. Well, the Intel announced yesterday that the supply chain is going to continue through 2023. Um, What's the-, the chips. Yeah. The chip just- the Architecture. Uh, yeah, Intel said through 2023 there's going to be shortages because a lot of yeah. a lot of um, you know manufacturing and yeah. factories have closed because of COVID and other issues that were already baked into the existing system yeah. that they didn't want to um, uh, admit, and then. Um, uh, coupled with Intel actually buying up all the semiconductors in the last year, they publicly yeah. announced they're buying the world's supply. So they've done that in the last six months. Um, it's dramatically raised semiconductors across the world, um, even affecting graphics cards, which you can't even get now. Yeah, wow. oh, yeah. I remember the last year. Say, good luck. <laughs> It was so
3: hard to, um, to get aiming cards,
1: you know? I want you to the monkey books. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, who knows? Um, my buddy just bought three Steam decks. Oh, really? Pre-ordered, he he pre-ordered them, yeah. You got to pre-order them. How much are they? I don't know. All I heard was because of the supply chain, there's a crisis. There's, um, you know, six to nine months back order on things. Oh, you Lord. know, e- even just to manufacture, you have to do pre-ordering now. It's it's bad. So, yeah, that's he bought three of them.
3: Wow. Yeah. That's expensive, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. I don't yeah, know. What about you? Or are you going to get the VCS? God, no. Not for now. Not until I find it at Goodwill for $2. <laughs> which I really triggered a lot of people in the group when I said that. And other things. Um, wow. I triggered them when I said that. I said, I'll, I'll get it when it gets to Goodwill for $2. <laughs> and um, they attacked me. Ruthlessly. You know, all over the place. And now I'm getting attacked from my Star Wars meme. Have you seen it? Is that, the, the,
3: is that the, the recent one you showed me that around the same time we were talking about the BCS?
1: No, this is no, this was two days ago. Posted.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah. No, it's about Boba Fett, the new movie. Oh, send it to me. They're um, going off the rails on this. Attacking me. All the trolls coming out. Yeah.
3: I was crazy.
1: <laughs> Even George Lucas said, This is not my Star Wars. He is, <laughs> he is literally in the newspaper saying, Disney Star Wars is not my Star Wars. He's on record saying that.
4: What? MassLive.com subscribe. Entertainment PS5 versus GameCube. As newer gaming systems become harder to find, Massachusetts stores find success in retro gaming. Updated, December 21, 2021, 12.34 PM, Published, December 21, 2021, 6 AM. 1,680 Shares By Heather Morrison, Morrison at MassLive.com Video Game Consoles Fill the Shelves as Stateline Video Games but a PlayStation 5 isn't among them. Owner Frank Bond did come across a PlayStation 5 recently but that's a rarity, the Holyoke video game store owner said. We have people in here all the time because they're sold out everywhere, Bond said. Do you have the new PS5? Unfortunately no one has them. The PS5 was released in November 2020. While many parents hoped to deliver them as gifts last Christmas, it was nearly impossible to buy. Still, more than a year later, they're just as difficult to find. Bots and supply shortages are to blame Although Sony declined to comment, Bloomberg reported that uneven vaccine rollouts where Sony suppliers have their production bases have made supplies of chips and parts unpredictable. It had originally targeted more than 16 million units assembled by March, but has since cut that number down to about 15 million the news outlet reported. The average person has had difficulty snatching one up before a bot does. And small local stores are no different. Unfortunately, being a very small store, I don't have direct relationships with Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo, Bond said. I deal with intermediary distributors who never have them or if they do, they're way above cost. Related content, where to buy a PlayStation 5. Instead, Bond said, he focuses on another trend this holiday season, retro gaming. GameCube, Xbox 360, Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64 and Sega Dreamcast systems are what fill the cases in state-line video games. An original Game Boy and Game Boy Color, plus mini-games, are at the center of the store. It's reminiscent of years gone by, games once loved and hours of dedication. Their eyes just light up when they walk in, and they go back to their childhood, Bond said. The average price for a retro video game has increased 33% from the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, PriceCharting.com's study suggested in April. The GameCube has seen more than a 70% increase and Nintendo 64s have been a 43% increase, the study said. Tech 2020 File Visitors to the PAX East conference play the new Nintendo Switch video game Animal Crossing Thursday, February 27, 2020, in Boston. Thousands of gaming enthusiasts attended the PAX East conference that opened in Boston Thursday. AP photo. Stevenson. Everything Pokémon had the biggest price increase. Pokemon Emerald for Game Boy Advance increased 145 percent and Pokemon Heart Gold for Nintendo DS increased 133 percent, the study said. Video game collecting became a very popular pandemic pastime said price-charting owner J.J. Hendrix in a press release. Game collecting is nostalgic, indoors, and isolated but it also has a big online community so collectors can socially distance while still connecting virtually. For many, it's the nostalgia. I find you'll see a jump in certain consoles as certain generations hit their 20s, said Camille Fowley, assistant HR manager at That's Entertainment in Worcester, adding that 10 years ago Super Nintendo was really popular. And now it's starting to be the Nintendo 64 or the GameCube because people are reaching that age where they're like, life's really hard and maybe I just want to play Zelda. Related shop around at GameStop.com. A retro gaming system won't have the highest quality graphics or latest technology but it might have something even better. It's more like an emotional attachment to this item and the memories attached to it, Bond said. Then it's about sharing those memories with other family members or children. You can share your memories of why these games are special to you and have a great time playing them when you're older, Bond said. It's really cool. Super Mario 64. This photo provided by Heritage Auctions shows an unopened copy of Nintendo's Super Mario 64 that has sold at auction for $1.56 million. Heritage Auctions in Dallas said that the 1996 video game sold Sunday, July 11, 2021, breaking its previous record price for the sale of a single video game. Courtesy of Heritage Auctions via AP. Last year, that's entertainment had some trouble keeping the retro gaming systems in stock as it relies on people selling their old systems. But this year, despite there still being demand, it's been better. I think for every person who reaches their 20s and 30s and wants those consoles again, you have their parents who find those consoles in the attic and are like, okay well, we're done with this, Fowley said. For those who unsure which old gaming system to get as a gift. Bond suggests one of their retro Nintendo systems with games built in. Some of their systems already have 20 games on it. You get a nice variety and it's a really cool gift instead of buying an old system that might be hard to hook up to a new TV," he said. For those looking for a new gaming system, customers can try their luck at scoring a PS5 by watching Restockify or buying a Nintendo Switch, which has also been popular. However. As of Monday afternoon, all PS5s at Amazon, Walmart, GameStop, Target and Best Buy were out of stock. Amazon last had it three days ago, while Best Buy's last restock listed was three months ago. Fowley suggests going outside the typical gaming gift, instead opting for merchandise. She suggests a Dark Souls keychain, a Witcher coffee mug or something along those lines. It's a hard time to be holiday shopping for modern gamers, she said. Plano. Toy Stores. The Plano. Toy Stores in Ludlow and Westfield carry a large selection of board games, new and classic. Don Treger, The Republican, November 22, 2021. But she also suggests possibly pushing them outside their comfort zone and try a board game. Everybody can play board games, Fowley said. A lot of people get scared away because it's like, well, I don't want to have to learn a game for three hours. But they've gotten so much more newbie-friendly. Another popular trend is comic books, which, she said, makes for easy and quick last-minute gifts. They've been so popular lately with the MCU, she said, following record-breaking opening weekend of Spider-Man, No Way Home. You can come into the store and grab a Volume 1 of Spider-Man and you can be done. Spider-Man Stan Lee poses with a book of Spider-Man comics in 1991. He co-created the superhero with Steve Ditko in 1962. Illustrates Spider-Man, Category E, by Michael Lee Miller, Post. Moved Thursday, June 25, 2015. Must credit, Washington Post photo by Gerald Martineau. The Washington Post And these other options might be the safest bet, as supply chain issues for new video consoles aren't likely going away. I feel like the new gen systems are going to continuously be hard to find, Bond said. We keep hearing about the supply chain shortage of video gaming just as much as any other industry. Bond is also preparing for a future when retro gaming has changed there's eventually going to come a time when it's going to hit this point where a kid's going to be born who never had a physical collection of games. It was all digital, it's all download, he said. It's going to change. It's going to morph and alter depending on the age group. For him and state-line video games that means hopefully holding more in-person events and tournaments. Something he hopes to start in 2022 as people continue to get vaccinated against COVID. I think having community-based events, events where you can come have birthday parties and arcades and hang out, he said. That's my plan for the future. Related Content An open Super Mario 64 game from 1996 sells for $1.56 million. Massachusetts video game industry during coronavirus pandemic sees spike in sales, offers an escape from reality. These meat prices are rising, While others remain unchanged, here's how it's impacting Massachusetts markets, which are raising. Anyone who knows me knows that I love Mega Man. This book is like an encyclopedia on Mega Man X bosses and other characters. For fans of the franchise, it's a lot of fun. If you're looking to get a gift for someone who is more into classic Mega Man, there's also a book on the Robot Masters. Arcade 1 Uptron Arcade Machine Price $700. Where to buy, Arcade 1-Up. Above, Arcade 1-Up Tron Arcade Machine. Image Credit, Arcade 1-Up. Yes, Arcade 1-Up machines are expensive. This obviously isn't something you're going to be getting for a third cousin, unless your third cousin rules, I don't know them. But if you are looking to get someone a big gift, Arcade one-up machines are about as exciting a retro present as you can go for. They require some assembly, but then you have your own little slice or arcade heaven at home. I'm pointing out their Tron machine here because it's new and, look, I love Tron. But they offer a lot of different games on their site, some of which include several titles and are a decent bit cheaper than this Tron cabinet. Tales of a Rise. $59.99 Unfortunately, 2021 hasn't been the best year for RPGs, with new releases from major series like Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest nowhere to be found on the calendar, but that just means it's time for the underrated Tales series to shine. Arise greatly improves on the action rebounds per game combat of previous entries in the series with a revamped combat system, and it looks better than any of its predecessors thanks to the move to the Unreal Engine 4. It also has a surprisingly dark story for a series that's historically been known for being more light-hearted. Even if you buy this for in rebounds per game fan who's never heard of it, they'll thank you once they start playing. Buy Tales of Arise on Amazon Call of Duty Vanguard Call of Duty Vanguard $59.99 on PS4 or Xbox One on PS5 or Xbox Series XS. As sure as the sun will rise in the east and set in the west, Activision will release another Call of Duty every fall. So, what's different this year? Vanguard returns to the World War II setting that made the series famous with a new campaign that takes place across every front of the war. The ever-popular Zombies mode returns as well but the biggest reason to pick this up is a whopping 20 multiplayer maps at launch, which should give Vanguard even more staying power than the typical Call of Duty. Buy Call of Duty Vanguard on Amazon. Psychonauts 2 Psychonauts 2 $59.99 Psychonauts 2 is an ideal gift for anyone who enjoyed the original, but even if they're not familiar with that classic, The game stands out as a fantastic platformer that consistently surprises with exciting new locations and fresh gameplay concepts until the very end. While it's enjoyable for all of ages, the themes of redemption and mental health improvement should ring especially true for a lot of older gamers.
2: 2, 5, Five, two, two, five, two, two, five, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero, two, five, two, two, five, two, two, five, two, two, five, two. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine zero two five two two five two two five two one two three.
1: Thank you for your voicemails and texts about the Atari VCS, brand new Atari console they came out. Um, I got some other text messages. Let's see what people are saying. Roger, why would they be buried in the desert? Atari fans and grown-ups will love it. We'll be around forever. The handful of trolls pretending to gatekeep. Retrokeeping don't speak for anyone. Well, Skylar said, because it's a shitty overpriced console, that barely works. Roger, have you played on it, or are you a sheep that thinks complaining is cool? It works perfectly, I'm sure. Other consoles are shitty, overpriced, and have issues. Um, Andy, I'm waiting for mine at GameStop. Matt, I've been reducing clutter for years and shrinked out my collection quite a bit. I don't see a reason to buy this thing at any price. I do really like the look. I'm really needing to put it... This time into 400, 800, slash, XE emulator. I love these games. I play Star Raiders any day of the week. And uh, Matt said they're pretty good ones out there. Though using them can be slightly trickier than setting up Stella. Usually emulate the 5200 as well. Matt, what really impresses me is the state of Atari ST emulation. You don't even need to get a copy of the OS from anywhere because there's a completely open source TOS clone. Cool. Uh, thanks Matt, um, Matt, I've w- considered running them in the past, I just need to find some time to dig in again. I like to say I'm using Win Plus or something like that. Matt, I'm on a Mac so options were somewhat niche, but Atari 800 Mac X works pretty well after some bug fix. MAME theoretically emulates everything in the universe with the right add-on the configuration, but good luck figuring it out. Cool, thanks even no chance at all these end up in a landfill that's because because of old production these clowns can't even keep up with the demand Thank from people who actually want this thing and kurt the chip shortage is working against them they're fulfilling pre-orders now i suspect the next batch is months away they may plan to scratch the next batch and start working on vs2 and release that when the chip shortage is over Thank you, keep sending the texts online and 313-MAN-0231 will air your voicemail. I remember
5: the first time I saw a video game, my Aunt Gloria had gotten the system that had Pong on it, and it had two controllers that were just dials, and you'd spin it left or right, and then that would enable you to move your little boop, 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 your little thing up or down. I remember her bringing it over, and us having a blast was so fun so amazing that simplicity mine was atari 2600 i don't know how he talked my dad into that how where he got that idea we were always like years behind in technology we usually waited till everybody else got technology and then we and then we'd usually get last year's versions of stuff because um, it was less expensive and, and all the bugs were worked out still just as good still so just as good otherwise it would not have been made in the first place <laughs> you know and i love that Atari 2600 I had, I had friends who had nintendo so i'd go over there and play some of my friends had different uh, atari games for me for instance i had a friend named monte Dox. what a cool name monte Dax. so my little buddy in uh, probably I want to say fourth grade, maybe. I remember, we would read Old Yeller. He was so funny. This little black kid, he would just burp really loud. And I remember how upset my teacher, Miss Miss Dirk, that's right, Miss Dirk. I think that's I think that's what her name was. I think it was that. Unless it was a different teacher. Anyway, I think he was. Uh, uh, was he? No, that was was that a different. Anyway, 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 Monte would read Old Yeller all the time, all the time. And she'd be like, "Monte, stop reading Old Yeller. We're, we're, you know, we're on this mission. We're on this assignment now." He was just such a smiley, funny guy. And on the weekends, he would ride his bike over, just completely unannounced. He would arrive at the house with his bag of of uh, Atari cartridges. He'd go, "Hey, I thought maybe you'd want to trade." You know, and and I'd be like, yeah, let's let's do that. And then so then I I'd, I'd find some cartridges, and he'd trade, and I trade, and I get them back, and I go over there, and you know, I would get my cartridges back, I bring bring, uh, bring his back, and then bring him new ones to trade, and we were always trading. We had so much fun with Atari two thousand six hundred. I remember Berserk. Remember Berserk? That was such a funny. I tried to visualize the the stuff that I'd see on the cartridge, I, or the yeah the well the art the the art that was on these uh, cartridges. I would envision those things as being those little pixels that were running around and shooting at me. And, oh, combat! Remember with the tank and mm-hmm. the and the uh, airplanes, and you could have like like with the tanks. That was fun because you could sh- shoot these. Bullet these cannonballs that go bump bump, bump bump, and bounce all over the place. Oh my god. There's a kid who grew up down a block. I think he had uh, uh, I wanna let's see. Did he have in television? I wanna say he had in television. There's a B-52 bomber game. <clears throat> it was a really big deal. Cause apparently it was the first game that would talk that talked. Unless it was missile, something missile. But I wanna say it was B-52 bomber. It was like, rah, 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 rah. It kind of had the voice, speak and spell. Speak and spell. It had kind of like a speak and spell. You are now dropping a missile. Target, target exploded. You know, sp- target exploded. Or whatever it said. I just remember being fascinated by the fact that this thing was talking. And I had another friend who had cleco vision, And on there was Donkey Kong Jr., I love going there and playing it. My other buddy, Tom Lally, I went to elementary school with him, and he usually would come over for a short while, and then I'd go over to his house and hang out, and he had Popeye. I loved that game. I don't think his parents let him lend out any of the games. I think I wanted to borrow it. I don't think his parents let him lend out anything. I mean, naturally, you know, kids forget. Sometimes we still forget to get stuff back that we lent out, which reminds me, I lent out a Mad Magazine, the History of Mad Magazine book uh, to Ryan McGonigal, which I've got to get back. He's scanning all the pages to make P- a PDF of, of the book. Phenomenal book. So good. So good. So good. So good. But sorry, 2600, that was the first one I had. I had E.T., I had Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, those those two games just blew my mind,
4: <laughs>
2: blew
5: my <laughs> mind. I, I never, never beat those. They, they felt like such high-concept games, and I don't think there was really an instruction booklet. I think there was one – I think it was just simple things like, oh, press the button to use your whip – Because I think that's what it was. The tasty flies would come around. There'd be like a swarm of these tasty flies. You have to whip them, get past them. If not, they would drag you down and then they would throw you into this strange sort of chamber. Oh, man. Oh, man. Indiana Jones. Wow. E.T. See, this is making me want to watch YouTube to see if there's a playthrough. Of each of those, of either of those games, if anyone's ever gotten past them. Sorry, twenty-six hundred. What was yours, Man Behind the Machine? What was yours? Hey, how's it going out there? This is your pal John Travolta, and you're listening to Man Behind the Machine. It's like you know, it's like so
2: weird.